The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. It's our weekly music spot with D-Ready and John Cadell is with us. And let's talk about Kanye West because maybe I can summarise it like this. Is he mad or is he bad? I actually think at this stage, Matt, it's a bit of both. Um, you know, you can you can defend someone for only so long, I think, in saying, look, they have mental health issues um, and, um, you know, they shouldn't be judged for the things that they say. But at the same time, between what's happened over the last week, with the way he acted towards his ex-wife, Kim Kardashian, once they broke up, really, really troubling behaviour there, Um I, I just think... Just give it, people an, an explanation. If they're yeah, not familiar with what he's done, sorry, there's a range yeah. of things here that he's after, after doing it, in the last it, week it's, or two. It's been like a, a rolling kind of thing of disasters for him, basically. It, it, it kicked off over the weekend, but that was a follow-on from something else. So basically he had his Instagram account suspended at the weekend after he accused um, rapper Diddy of being controlled by Jewish people. And that was obviously playing into a long-standing anti-Semitic uh, kind of conspiracy theory that you hear a lot of in the in the US. Um, and when he was kicked off his Instagram account, he then rejoined Twitter um, and t- tweeted at Mark Zuckerberg saying, you're going to kick me off, you know, how, like a picture of the two of them together saying, how could you kick me off Instagram? And then he said that he was going to go on a death con three on Jewish people. Now, th- this whole thing with Diddy started because Diddy, quite rightly, took umbrage with him ta- wearing a T-shirt that said White Lives Matter during Paris Fashion Week, where he was um, showing some of his clothing line. He, he gave an interview around the, his own use of the White Lives Matter slogan, if it can even be called that, uh, which, to be fair, was somewhat thoughtful, where he kind of said that he was using it ironically and that, um, you know, the, the kind of the optics of a black man wearing this kind of really makes the people that use that slogan and mean it um, in a derogatory way um, it kind of it makes a mockery of them. The problem I have is you can't really make a, a kind of an ironic statement about racism if you are then going forth and being racist. And of course, then he went on Fox News with Tucker Carlson and said the White Lives Matter T-shirt it was funny and the obvious thing to do, he said. And he's also having issues with Adidas, the footwear and clothing company. So... Should we be sympathetic to somebody who may be suffering mental health issues or should we say that if he is, then he shouldn't be platformed because he's not in control of what he's saying and what he actually says can be, if acted upon by others, inflammatory and dangerous? Yeah, I mean, it's it's very difficult to rationalise irrational behaviour. But the thing about Kanye is he is bipolar. He is wont to act and to speak in ways that most of us would find uh, at, at least uh, upsetting and at most uh, despicable. I think he isn't being handled by anyone. Mm. I think he is nobody d- that he's listening to who's trying to guide him through this. Um, I The first thing that sprang to mind to me when I, over the weekend, when I saw what he was writing is that, OK, Kanye is having an episode again. Um, I don't, For which, if that's the case, he deserves sympathy. Mm. Yes, I, I don't. I genuinely don't think there is 
any malice in Kanye West. I, I don't think he is a malicious individual. I but think those comments, those comments, that he's without, yeah, without I, doubt, are. But you have to view it through the prism of somebody who is mentally ill. I accept that, John. But I mean, if you go back to during the summer when he was posting threats mm-hmm. to his ex-wife and to his ex-wife's then partner at the time. And I remember reading one piece on that that said, if one of the most famous and most powerful and richest women in the world cannot be protected from abuse from yeah. an ex-partner, then who, what woman can expect and that? And I thought, like, I, you know, I, I, I just, I cannot, I can't accept that you know, it's just okay. I think Matt's no. point about not platforming is very, very good. And actually, the the whole thing that came out with Adidas, I, I thought was really revealing because they've they've now said that they're reviewing their partnership with him and that they've tried to resolve it privately. But then just yesterday, a video came out um, from his new Last Week documentary that shows him playing a a clip of porn to Adidas executives who are deeply, deeply uncomfortable with it. So my question is, why did they not review the partnership then when that happened privately rather than waiting for him to do something in the public eye? They possibly thought there was too much Mm. money at stake? Well, absolutely they did. And, you know, you you would like... You'd have to be realistic enough to know that profit trumps everything in, in this situation. But I, I just keep going back to, I mean, during the summer, you're, you're dead right. His actions were deplorable. At the time, I recall Kim Kardashian was actually herself trying to help him, yeah. trying to get him help. And she would know him probably better than most people. Mm. So even she was, a, you know, in a moment of, you know, horrible personal uh Abuse. She was still trying to understand and to to get him to a position where he was getting some help. Now, obviously, there's nobody in his corner with regard to his mental health because he he is he is acting incredibly erratically, um, and he is obviously not not well. He and this seems to have um, gotten worse and worse in the last two or three years. He has been like this. Uh, there's been stories about him, and of course. Whether or not we should even be discussing it is yeah. an, is another thing because what we're doing is adding fuel to the fire. You know, the media covering Kanye's mad. Look what Kanye's done. But the fact of the matter is, he needs help and he needs it quickly, and and that is the most important thing because not only is he hurting himself, but he's hurting other people very, very badly. He's making terribly misinformed decisions and. P. Diddy himself put it best with regard to the All Lives Matter shirt. He said, all lives matter, but that Black Lives Matter, don't play with it. Don't wear the shirt. Don't Mm -hmm. buy the shirt. Don't play with the shirt. It's not a joke. Kanye is not in his right mind. And that is the most important thing out of all of this. And what's happening is there's collateral damage uh, for black people, for Jewish people, for his ex-wife, for the people around him. And somebody needs to help him and quickly. Mm -hmm. Or, or, you know, maybe... Um, the legal system needs to step in and have him sectioned because he is not well, okay. in, in my opinion. Let's move to music. Let's go to Picks of the Week before we run out of time. What are you going for, John? Well, this particular artist or artists um, to me are sort of a, 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 a in these cold nights, they're a, an electric blanket. Paul Heaton and Jackie Abbott. It's uh, not that cold yet, John. It's getting cold, Matt. It's getting very cold. <laughs> yeah, it's getting... Now you, when you get picked up in your limo, you've got the heat on. 
out of here. But some of us have to walk to the dart. Some but, of us get the bus, John, or we walk home. But anyway. <laughs> but uh, Paul Heaton and Jackie Abbott have released their fifth album together. Um, it's called NK Pop. It's a pun on K-pop. I'm not entirely sure what the connection is. Um, but they're just, I mean, he is one of the greatest pop songwriters. And this particular album reminds me a lot of precursors like Squeeze and Crowded House. Um, I think anybody who's a fan of, of great songcraft, as you know I am, uh, will find a lot in this album. The song we're going to take is uh, called When the World Would Actually Listen. There's an uncle from the halfway line in Dolivers A simple delicate strapped at mid-arm And whenever expectation gets the best of us You'll answer to me the wise from hole in Okay, it's a very familiar sound of Paul mm. Eaton and Jackie Abbott there. You would not mistake that no. for anything else, sure you wouldn't. Dee, what's your pick of the week? Yeah, so my pick of the week this week is the debut uh, EP from Ainer. Um So he's fast become one of the kind of most exciting Irish uh, pop stars on the scene. Um, Donegal born, um, and he would have been previously known for a lot more singer-songwriter style music. Um, he's described this EP that he wanted it to sound like a tape you'd find in your dad's attic from a really cool forgotten 80s band. Um, and I think he's more or less met his brief on that. This is one of my favourite tracks from it. It's called Think Twice. <laughs> Think twice. So the the name of the AP, EP rather is Love Heart Birthmark, and that track was Think Twice. Okay, let's hear a little bit of Beyonce. Once we've heard a little bit of Right Said Fred, and it's only real hit. I'm too sexy. Okay, that's a version of I'm Too Sexy, which has made a small fortune for Right Said Fred, uh, Fred and Richard Fairbass. Uh, but let's hear what Beyonce did with it on Alien Superstar. Too 
Okay, and the row is about this, Dee? Well, um, we all knew back when Beyonce's album came out that this had been sampled on it. Um, at the time, Right Said Fred actually thanked her for their inclusion. But in a recent interview with the British tabloid The Sun, the Fairbrass Brothers claimed... Normally the artist approaches us, but Beyonce didn't because she's such an arrogant person. She probably just thought, come and get me. So we heard about this after the fact when you did. Now, Beyonce has quite rightly come back at them and said that the... um, that the claims that they um, that the, that it was used without permission are erroneous and incredibly disparaging, and she then said that permission was asked of their publisher on May eleventh, twenty twenty two. Publisher approved its use on June fifteenth, and they were paid for the usage in August twenty twenty two. Furthermore, the copyright percentage of rights said Fred writers with respect to the use of "I'm Too Sexy" is a substantial part of the composition. Composition, and like after that, he'd actually come out and said, "Oh, it's so great to be included on this." Episode. Like, but can you, baffling, can, can you imagine being Beyonce's PA so and going, uh, Bay, you have to actually do a quote in response to Right Said Fred. Imagine right, Beyonce yeah. going, imagine like. <laughs> this one listener says that uh, they're actually now known as uh, Far Right Said Fred. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, they're not the most credible. Yeah, but I mean, the publisher may not have told Right Said Fred, but the publisher had sold on. So everything Beyonce and her team did was by the book. Absolutely by the book. And like the apology the, from Right Said the, Fred coming in, I oh, think. Come here. And the quote that they, they shared on Instagram when the Beyonce album came out was writing credits with Taylor Swift, Drake, and now Beyonce. Not bad for two blokes that haven't been playlisted in the UK for 25 years. Maybe remember that. And I'm told actually that they did have one other hit, they had three. Dippy Dippy. Yeah, they also oh, yeah. had um, Don't Talk, Just Kiss, and Those Simple Things. You're obviously a big fan. Well, I just know stuff. Right. (laughs) Thank you very much, John Cadell and D-Ready. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today FM.